0: Everybody and welcome to the Money Made Easy Podcast. Every week we will catch up with all things money, honey. It's your hosts, Angelica
1: and Tisha. We're coming to you anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow along with us on Instagram at Money Made Easy Podcast and also on our website at moneymadeeasypodcast.com. Podcast.com. We'll be talking all things money, earning it saving it, and investing it in the easiest way possible.
0: Our goal is to educate, uplift, and empower you to feel confident in your financial decisions. Now, you may be asking yourselves, are you both money experts? (laughs) Heck no, not even close.
1: We're far from it. We will be bringing on some of the best experts in the biz to set you up for success. Now, on to this week's show. Hey
0: everyone, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2020. Um, we are so excited to bring back one of our favorite guests, Lupe Prado, to the show. She was on our, she was one of our very first guests that we recorded with. Um, and she's on our episode number three um, about the Abudanza moment. Um, so if you remember that episode, uh, she is back with lots of great info and insight all about goal setting and intentional living and all of that. So let's welcome Lupe to the show. Hi Lupe.
2: Hi. Thank you so much for having me back. Of course. Of course. You can come back whenever you want. We
1: got We got to have you on and start the year out with talking about abundance and all the abadons and moments and uh,
0: starting with a strong mindset for sure. Well, for those who didn't listen to episode three, definitely go back and listen. She has so much great information and advice on there. Um, but for those who haven't listened, maybe if you want to just give a little small intro of who you are, what you do, and all of that.
2: Sure. So I'm a career, a business and life coach, and I help my clients uh, live happier, more fulfilled lives. And uh, I love what I do. It's, it, it's so much fun. And it's so
1: her calling for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's such a great listener, and she um, just makes you think. So, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yes, the good coach. Thank you very much. Let's jump in. What do you? uh, I mean, I feel like we just need to turn the show over to you, basically. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I know you have all the good info on how we should, you know. It's, you know, what if somebody's like, oh, I don't have my goals set or anything. It's already January 6th. I'm just, I'm just going to wing it.
2: What do you, what do you say to that? It's not too late. It's never too late. Um, Yeah, it's never too late. So if uh, someone's feeling behind, don't. Uh, It's the start of a new year. You have plenty of time. It's always a good start.
1: And if they, somebody doesn't even hear about our show until March, it's listen to this episode. Still, it's still yeah. good. Any exactly. time of the year.
0: Exactly.
1: Yes. I feel like that is definitely something that as a society, um, we focus so much on, we put like so much pressure, poor January. There's so much mm. pressure mm. on January. And I feel like it's so important to re for us all to realize we can start a new habit. We can start, set a new goal. We can restart. Any day of the year, whether it's you know, March, whether it's June, August, whatever, just restart. Push that button of restart and start over anytime you want.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Well, go ahead though, take it away. What's yeah. the what's the first step? I'm excited. Right.
2: Yeah. Okay, so I'm so excited. And you know what you were saying, Tisha, made me think of uh, that quote that says um, the best time to p- plant a tree uh, was maybe 20 years ago. And the next best time is today. Right. So like I yes. could have planted it. Yes. You know, a long time ago, but let's plant it today. And so mm-hmm. it's always a good time to start. And I love the energy of January. It's such it's so fun. Um, yes. There's a lot of hope, a lot of mm-hmm. emotion, energy, a lot of great energy. So it's a lot of fun. So what I like to, um, what I like to do is, review the past year. So I'd like to start mm-hmm. with that. So, um, a, a good way to do it is to go to your, to go to your phone, to go to your computer and look at your year, start in January and look through your calendar. What did you do? Uh, what worked? What didn't work? Um, what did, what did you learn? And mm-hmm. if you don't put everything in your calendar another other fun ways to go through your pictures on your phone. Yeah. So what did you do? That'll jog your memory as to like mm-hmm. what what were you doing last year,
1: or even just scroll through your Instagram.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Seriously. Yeah. It's because- your highlight reel,
1: anyway. Right. So
2: yeah. yeah. So <laughs> going through that and says, and thinking, what are you proud of? What did you learn? Uh, what worked? What didn't work? And and so doing that uh, first, so that you kind of have a starting point. Okay. Mm. Uh, it, it helps you think about what do you want to do in the following year. Um, so after After doing that,
1: that, I love thinking about just what did you learn? I mean, that's such a simple thing, but when you stop and think about it, you realize, oh, oh yeah, I did that. Oh yeah, I did that. And if you don't stop and, you know, give yourself credit for the things that you did learn this past year, then you're selling yourself short. Yeah.
2: Yes. And, and, you know, in, in preparing for this interview, I wanted to make sure that I point that out. So, uh, this is what I see where I see the most growth in my coaching clients is mm-hmm. when um, they start to think about what did I learn from that. So, you know, Sarah Blakely talks about this. It's um, failure is good, right? What did mm-hmm. I learn? And so, a lot of times we do this thing where we think about our goals and we have to get it right, we have to get it perfect. But thinking about what did I learn every time? What did I learn? Okay, it it, it shifts our mindset mm-hmm. so that we're trying new things, we're taking risks, we're we're doing things, and so looking back at the year, what did I learn from that year? It wasn't a failure. If if it was a bad year, it's mm-hmm. what did I learn from that about myself, about um, what I want to do going forward? So that's yeah. like a really big question.
0: Well, and it, even if you had made mistakes, it's great to look back at those and be like, okay, well, what you know, what was. The turning point there. What did I learn from that? Because I, I mean, what is there's that quote that's like mistakes are the biggest lessons, and it's so true and so powerful. And you don't really grow from you know perfectionism. I mean, (laughs) you got to make those mistakes here and there. So,
2: yeah, for sure. And even through sessions like uh, coaching sessions, if I'm talking to a client about something, I'll say, "Well, what did you just learn?" Mm -hmm. And it's a really powerful question. So asking yourself, "What did you learn from?" That's that, my you
1: know. new favorite question. I'm going to just really try and <laughs> Put I'm really going to that in my mind and ask myself that every day because mm-hmm. that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. really great. Love that. Already drop
2: in wisdom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I knew that's how it would be. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you know, another thing is that, um, a lot of people do their urine review, you know, the time between Christmas and New Year's. Mm-hmm. And so, um, such a crazy time. Not too, yeah, it really is. And so it's not too late. So yeah. if you're listening to this in February, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> Just, what did you learn? Mm-hmm. Um, The next thing I would say is, and and you can, you can Google this, or if you go to my website, you can download it on the download, but looking for a wheel of life and the wheel of life is, is just a form that you can fill out. And it's kind of a snapshot of where you are today. So you're Mm -hmm. basically grading yourself on different, um, on different things in your life. So um, there's one where it's health, where zero to 10, where are you? Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, friends, where are you zero to 10, uh, romance or, um, you know, there's a bunch of different topics. And so you rate yourself and what happens is you notice where you're not balanced, right? So maybe Mm -hmm. you have a lot of friends, but you're missing that partner in your life or, um, or your health is, is not great. Right. Or, uh, money, you're not feeling abundant. And so Mm -hmm. you just take a snapshot of where are you right now? How do you grade yourself?
1: I'm, I'm in a relationship with myself. Thank you very much. Yes.
2: Yes. And so that's good too, right? Like, yes, so just like, how do you, how do you, are you happy? And, and right. Mm-hmm. Cause
1: that, that's the thing. I mean, I don't want somebody to hear that and think, yes, oh, well, sorry. my romance life is horrible. Well, guess what? Mine's not great, but I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Cause right. I, I'm, I do make, sh- it is like I'm in a relationship with myself. I yeah. do nice things for myself. So, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. so it's, <laughs> it's like, going pretty it?
1: good. I'd say.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then that's important to see, check in with yourself and say, where am I? Am I feeling good? And how do I grade my health? It do I, is it a seven or is it a 10? Right. And so right. uh, just taking a snapshot of where, where are you today? Yeah, like that.
0: I love that. Well, and I think both of those questions, what did you, or what did, yeah, what did you learn And the wheel of gro- or wheel of life? Um, those are two things. I mean, if journaling is something that you're, you're wanting to do in 2020 or something you regularly do now, those are two great prompts to, to add to the bottom of your journal every week or month or whatever. Is okay, what did I learn this week? Or what was my greatest lesson this month? Or, you know, check in for your wheel of life that month. Um, I think just like kind of creating those little prompts for yourself. Um, so then that way, when you're doing your year in review at the end of the year, you can kind of look back and see those lessons, you know, a little bit more clearer um, and you know, because I feel like whenever we're learning those lessons, we might not remember them, you know, months down the road or whatever. So I don't know. I just thought it was a good yeah, to ask yeah. ourselves as we Absolutely. are journaling, if if that journaling is something you, you do.
2: And it gets you into the mind. It gets us into the mind frame. i always thinking about, what did I learn? What did yes, I learn? Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: And always just kind of checking in with the wheel yeah. of life that's mm-hmm. really checking into each different area and making sure that, oh, yeah, my... Uh, Health is great, but my um, money, I I forgot about my money or I forgot about my friendship or whatever. So yeah, definitely good to keep all the, all the things in check.
2: (laughs) And it's never going to be perfect. So we're going to have 10 on all, but just trying to make improvements where Mm. you feel um, you really want to make some changes.
1: Yes. I think that's awesome.
2: I love it. Awesome. So so after doing that review and, and taking a snapshot of where you are today, um, it's time to think about the new year. And who do you want to be this year? How do you want to be? Um, so there's a lot of pressure on doing. And I think, Tisha, you put this on your Instagram one day. Which, I
1: like, did. Yeah, I just And I, and I added it. I put it up on my highlights uh, last week. I'll re-put it up. Um, less doing and more being.
2: Yes. And, and really thinking about that, uh, taking some time to reflect. like, how do I want to be like, mm-hmm. really do I want, um, for me, uh, being, um, energized and having that energy to take care of my family and to, um, do the work that I do. That's really important. So, uh, thinking about who do you want to be, uh, this year. And then something that I, uh, uh, that I encourage all clients to do is to pick a word or phrase for the year and I'm so big on that yeah and it's so important um because you can it, it's like um it's a reminder of an easy quick reminder 2020 my year of fun so maybe 2019 wasn't a lot of fun and uh, you want to have, be more spontaneous and have more fun. So maybe 2020 is of fun, or maybe it's the year of wellness, right? So it's like my year of 2020 was my year of wellness or um, my year to shine. Right. So um, we were talking about this part before we started recording, but Melinda Gates word last year in 2019, she picks a word every year and her word last year was shine so that she could really um, step out and, and, um, shine so that she could help other women.
1: And she did. It was oh. a, such a big year for her. I mean, I heard more about her in 2019 and I loved it. She yeah. really stepped up to the plate. I thought that was great.
2: Yeah. and And I think it was because she was really intentional about that. Mm-hmm. And, so picking a word is so important. And I've um, got my two. Oh, what it Yes, let's share ours.
1: <laughs> um, well, my two for 2019 were joy and abundant. And <clears throat> I definitely feel like, I had a joyful, abundant year. Um, mm-hmm. Very much so. I mean, hello, met Lupe, start <laughs> with this podcast with Angelica, abundance all around, yes, yes. and joy, and joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so for 2020, my two words are intention and light. Mm. So oh, I, I, I want to make love thoughtful it. decisions. I really want to make um, decisions with intention. And I want to shine my light to, um, all of those around me. So that's what I'm Beautiful. really going to focus on. So Beautiful. I want to do some speaking, start doing more public. Yay! Speaking Yay. So, um, yeah, so I'm excited. It. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So an intention, I mean, it's like, it goes into every area yes. because uh, intentional with my money. I want to be intentional with my time, with mm-hmm. my, um, just every area, my health and, you know, just be intentional. So yeah. I'm, I'm really excited though. I Yay. mean, those two words, definitely. I was actually even thinking for a while that I was maybe just going to have the word intention. Cause I felt like it covered so much. And then last week, one day, um, I, the word, light and shine, I came to okay. me and I kind of debated between the two. So I decided on
2: light. Yay, so. I love it. I
1: love it. What about y'all? Do y'all have yours yet? Or are you still working on them?
0: So yeah, for mine for 2019 was present. Um, and I definitely think like at times I would, I really, you know, did dived into that word and I did a really good job as far as like, I would say I did the best job with social media. I wasn't, mm always posting for social media. I was also taking pictures for myself and, um, and posting later and not posting in the moment and like being present with the people that I was, you know, there with. Mm. Um, so I definitely think I did do a good job. Um, but I, I'm just always so hard on myself. I'm like, well, I could have been better. Like what do I, I mean, cause the years go by so quickly. So it's like, was I really present? You know, like you look at, <laughs> you look back at it and you're like, what? I don't know. You just Um, ask
1: yourself, what did I learn from that? Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, And then for this year, um, I have two words as well, similar to Tisha's kind of. Um, Well, intention was actually my word two years ago. And I think Uh think it's always such a great word. Like I always want to have it every year. But um, refine and shine um, are my two words of the year. Um, Yeah, I just really want to take out negative energy and really just refine not only just my business, but really like who I am and, um, yeah. And focus a little bit more on me this year. And yeah. So that, those are my two. (laughs) Yeah.
2: What about you? So so I, I just got back from vacation, uh, last night. And so I really want to take this these next few days to really think about it and reflect on it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be something around, uh, my energy, like being energized, I think. Um, but I really want to take some time last year. I didn't pick a word. Um, I picked, um, like a phrase and and the phrase was, let it be easy. And Mm. so, yeah, because sometimes I've, in the past, I've made things harder than they are. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I I love that that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. So let it be easy because it can all be easy if Mm -hmm. I let it. And so that was really, and I have it on a little post-it on, on my computer, on my desk. I'm looking at it now. Oh, I love it. Um, So I'll I'll switch it out. But yeah. And so also with the theme is putting it somewhere where you see it all the time, Mm -hmm. all year, so that you're reminded of your words, of your theme. Um, it's on- I do it
1: as a hashtag on every post on mm. Instagram. Oh, I love
2: that. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, that's great. Uh, another one is like putting it on your vision board or, mm-hmm. and which we can talk about it here in a sec, or um, in your car if you drive every morning mm-hmm. uh, or on your desk um, so that you're reminded of your words. Yes.
0: Yeah. I, w- I actually think I'm going to put it on my planner like every week um and uh-huh. as well as like an affirmation um but yeah that way because i think that's what my problem has been in the past years is i i said a word in january and then i don't really like look back at it mm-hmm. <laughs> until december <Yeah. laughs> so yeah. um i think if you're you're spot on when you um talk about how like seeing it every day or every week is important in like reminding yourself of doing those things
2: yeah so uh, after picking a theme word um I like to, um, I think, well, we'll start with this. So affirmations, like you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So affirmations are so powerful. And especially in the work that I'm doing as a coach, yeah. I, I see the power of it and in my own life. And so uh, the key, I think though, is writing them down. So yes. writing them down every day, what um, the affirmation. So picking at least three affirmations that you really want to adopt in your life. So for me, this past year, every day I wrote, I am bold and, and Tisha actually, when I met Tisha at the retreat, she, she gave me uh, a little uh, card with bold on it with her beautiful calligraphy uh, oh, writing. So beautiful. And I have it, I look at it every day. And so just, you know, an affirmation that you can really adopt and um, it can be anything. Like I, I love yours. We talked about it in the last interview, you were, you said yours was, I am capable and I've adopted that. and, and, and so every, I've written
1: that one down quite a bit too.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a lag, there's a delay, right? For me being bold, it I started writing it down and I subconsciously started embracing it, right? So I, mm-hmm. I spoke up uh, on a call, right? Or I, you know, it shows up in different ways, but so writing them down. So picking some affirmations that you'd really uh, love to adopt and writing them down every day.
1: And it's one of those things if, I mean, if it, Makes you a little uncomfortable, then guess what, people? It's gonna (laughs) help you grow. (laughs) Yeah, so if being bold makes you uncomfortable, then Mm -hmm. it's gonna make you be bold and grow. I mean, if you're thinking about it and if that's a goal of yours, if you're, you know, being conscious about it. Um, I, uh, in my journaling, affirmations is one of the things that I write down every day, and some days I write all you know i write i am strong i am present mm-hmm. i am love i am joy i am capable i, I am I, I just do all i ams and then but then the one that i do um pretty much every day and i shared it with y'all on our other episode and it was kind of mine for the year but i think i'm i think i'm going to probably keep keep um keep it going cuz it just for me it helped to sum up mm-hmm. what i wanted in my life and it was I came up with I live in a state of joy, gratitude, abundance, and love, and that's what mm-hmm. I want my life to be—is mm-hmm. those four things. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's beautiful. But I do think it's fun to kind of change up what I write down every day because it mm-hmm. gets me thinking in different ways. Even though that's probably the one that I wrote down almost every day. And then I would usually add a couple others to it. I do think it's, uh, you know, I loved it whenever I would go on, on a, I am tad tangent Mm -hmm. and just like all I am. Oh yeah. That's powerful. It's fun.
0: Well, and I think it's so important because especially in the middle of the year or when things get busy and crowded, it's so easy to focus on the negative energy and focus on like comparing yourself to others and all of that. So I think to really like repeat those words to yourself throughout the year will kind of, yeah, like you said, sum up and like rebalance yourself and bring you back into your core values that you well, set out for yourself. Yeah.
1: And it's also one of those things where if you have trouble saying those things or writing Mm, those things, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. need to do more of it because you have to believe that your words have power and control over how you feel. You have to believe that. If you don't believe that, if you don't believe that your words can change the way you feel, then it's almost like when you say those positive things, you're lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to believe it so that you can be open to it and even if you don't fully believe what you're saying, you need to believe in the possibility.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And you don't want to, if you feel like you're, if what you say, if you feel like you're saying it and you don't believe it, you can't even believe that it's a possibility, that it's like you're lying to yourself and you'll just reject it. And Mm -hmm. you have to be, you've got to figure out a way to be open to yourself. So if, find something that you can say that you do believe and start there. If you're having trouble, if you're having trouble saying, I am a light into the world. If you're having trouble believing that, then start with, I am, I am capable. Mm -hmm. Start with, I am, uh, strong or I am joy or, you know, start with something, whatever you can and build on it because, um, our words are so powerful. And yeah. you have to believe them though. You've got to, mm-hmm. f- you've got to figure out a way to at least open up the possibility that, yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. But, and, you know, Rachel Hollis talks about this in her, like uh, when she talks about her start today journal or writing down mm-hmm. what we are. And so one that I write down every day, because I'm a new mom So my mom. So my baby's um, 18 months. And so about being a mom. And so I write down every day, I am an incredible mom. Yeah, right? Because I'm still, you know, I, I'm a new mom. I'm still figuring it out. And but I really want to embrace that, right? And mm-hmm. so um, in the past, I've oh, I'm not a good mom because I don't do this or I don't do that. And so I really want to change that story. And
1: mm-hmm. um, and you are such a good mom. Oh, Every mom you. out there. I mean, there's, you know. there's not that many bad moms. There's a few. There's a few here and there. <laughs> But if they would start telling themselves that they're better, the reason that they're not good moms is because they're so down on themselves mm-hmm. most of the time. I mean, we're our own worst enemy on that. And sometimes we're our, our other mom's worst, own worst enemy. I mean, it's like... That I feel like that's been more of a change where it's like no mom bashing is right. I see more and more of that where I'm so so glad that's the way it is because there is no good to come from that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and then also not just saying like I'm a good mom, right? Like for me, I was like I really want to be a great mom, an incredible mom. Mm -hmm. Or um, Rachel Hollis talks about being an exceptional wife, so I started writing down I am an exceptional wife because I want to show up for my husband and 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 be that that exceptional life.
1: For him. I, one of the things that I write down every day is I'm an exceptional partner in an exciting relationship with, and it started out with, yeah. okay, I can't believe I'm even sharing this because <laughs> <laughs> obviously I'm single, but I write it down every day anyway, because I do believe, I really do believe that at some point, I don't know if it's this year or in 10 years, I do think that I will meet the perfect person. Mm-hmm. And when I started writing this down, I wrote, I am in an, I'm uh, in an Uh, exceptional relationship, I'm an exceptional partner in an exciting relationship, and I used to write with a funny, uh, kind man. Mm. And then, now I write with a funny, extremely (laughs) kind, supportive, Mm. generous, attractive man. (laughs) (laughs) I added a bunch of adjectives because I wanted to be very specific because I do think that that's important. And so, all of those things I didn't want just kind. I want it extremely kind, yes, yes. loving, supportive, generous, yeah. and attractive. So-
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotta be specific and manifest it.
1: <laughs> That's right. I, true, I it works. truly do believe that. And yeah, so I write that down every day. Oh, and good. Uh, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and that is from her, in her Start Today journal, she, um, she does talk about, writing it as if it's true. So I write it as if it's true, even though I'm single, I write that I'm in a relationship because that is something that I aspire to be in at some point. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that I'm like desperate to be in a relationship. It just means that's something that when the time is right, I look forward to that. I welcome it. So I want the universe to know I am open (laughs) to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I do. I do have some single friends who they're like, they're so done with it. They're so Mm -hmm. over it. And I'm like, don't be done with it. Don't be up. Leave the door open. Give yourself just, you know, don't, don't just think, yeah, it's, it can get frustrating and you Mm -hmm. can go on a bunch of, you know, bad dates and bad guys out there, you know, but they're not all bad. And Mm -hmm. I've been on some great dates. They're just not the right guy for me. It doesn't mean they're not the right guy for somebody. They're nice enough guys. And then I've been on some where it's like, okay, not the nicest guy. But um, you still have to, I do do believe that you have, again, like the words, you have to have the belief that there is somebody out there that will Mm -hmm. be the right person for you. And that you're
2: open to it. And and I'm glad you brought this up because I see this in my clients too. Like this is a really important topic. And the new year is such an exciting time full of hope. And Mm -hmm. so being open to it and open to love and finding it and not being discouraged. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I love it. And then being happy where you are, because I love that you mentioned that at the beginning.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Right.
2: So being happy with where we are and open.
1: And just to bring this back to what this podcast is all about, being open to receiving money. Hello. Yes. Yes. If you don't believe that you can make more than you're making yep. right now, if you don't believe that you can save more than you're saving receive. right now, yep. if you don't believe, if you think that this is as good as it gets, guess what? It's as good as it gets. You've got to believe that you can, um, I mean, just from starting this podcast, I have already learned so much about money. And mm-hmm. honestly, people, if you go back, I'm, this is not a sell, but if you go back and listen to every episode, I promise you, you will learn something from every episode. And I have taken things from each episode and brought them into my life. And my money is better now because of it. Yep. It really is. It's sure. one of those things. If you don't face it, you can't make a difference, you can't change it. Mm-hmm. So. And, you
2: know, um, we tell ourselves negative things hundreds of times a day. There's like stories we're playing. And so these affirmations will help turn that around. So mm-hmm. saying these affirmations over and over, writing them down every day, they help shift that story we're telling ourselves. So being open at uh, mine, I live in unlimited abundance. I tell myself that all the time so that I embrace that I'm open to that. Yeah. Um, so, so affirmations, I'm glad we, we talked about it so much because it's so important.
1: Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it 's super important too. I hope everybody starts out and honestly, if you are having trouble thinking of affirmations, message me on Instagram and mm-hmm. tell me what subject you need them in because i 've done that for <laughs> friends before, and I love coming up with affirmations oh, I, I write them down I have a book that I just write them down in every time I mm-hmm. hear them and oh, I love if i 'm ever feeling stuck, I just open that book and point, and that 's the one I write down that day and mm-hmm. um, So I love affirmations and I will tell you that the more you write them down and the more that you spend time in them, the more you'll, it'll be easier to think of them then because, um, it's the example is set for you then. So, but definitely if you're having trouble with them, then send Tisha a message on Instagram
2: and I'll help you come up with some. Oh, I love (laughs) it. Okay. So. Um, Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention. So um oh, this is a practice I do every day and or try to do most days, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't get I don't get it perfect every day. But uh so there's a book called The Artist's Way. Mm-hmm. And yes. Um it's a 12-week program, like you you do things every week. My biggest takeaway from it was something called morning pages, yep. where every day you write three pages of your thoughts, just dump brain dump of all your thoughts. Um, no thinking about it and and Um, you don't go back and read them, right? So you just dump all your thoughts. And what that's supposed to do is release some of your doubts and anxieties and worries. And what I've noticed by the time I get to the third page, there's an up, like upward movement in thought, right? And so like I start down, right? And maybe uh, I'm worried about this or that, or it just dumping all my thoughts. And at the end, well, you know, it's not that bad. It's actually, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So it shifts uh, it's like uh, I leave some of my doubts on the paper, mm-hmm. and it lets me start fresh. Wow! Um, so One of the really things cool.
1: that I think is a great thing if you're having doubts is if you're if you're worried about something, ask. Just stop and ask yourself, "Is this true?" Mm-hmm. Like, if you are worried, if you're like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to get all of this done." Is this true there 's been long lists before, and i 've made it through the day mm, you know i 'm mm. not going to be able to survive this day you know whatever it is that whatever story you're telling yourself, if it 's a negative story, especially ask yourself, is this true and a lot of the times it's not um, mm. mm-hmm.
2: it's yeah no it's not. true well and, and the other thing I'd love to uh, share with your um, with your listeners is this tool that I use with my clients. Okay. So we have two internal voices. We all have them. The first is the inner critic voice. And there's a lot of research behind this. Um, and so the inner critic voice is the voice that's led by fear. And it's the voice you'll know you're listening to your inner critic. When you hear yourself say, I should be doing this, or I should, I need to be doing this. And it's usually a pretty loud voice. it'd say we all have access to that voice. It's pretty, you know, it, um, pretty loud. <laughs> it's pretty loud. Yes. Yes, it really is. And the research shows that if we're able to identify, oh, that's my inner critic, then we're able to create some distance. And instead of saying, I am not enough. Oh, my inner critic is saying I'm not doing enough or am I? And, and so creating that distance Mm-hmm. Um, it's really powerful because then you can start listening to the second voice that we all have access to, which is the inner leader voice. And the inner leader voice is the voice that's led, that knows what's right. That's, um, wise. Um, that's trying to talk to you, but sometimes the inner critic is so loud that you can't hear your inner leader. Yeah. And so listening to that. And so I love introducing that to clients on that first call I have, because Sometimes the inner critic is talking to us so much that if we're able to say that's the inner critic, what is, I ask, what does your inner leader want to tell you right now? Mm-hmm. And so in thinking about your year, you might maybe hearing your inner critic saying, "You, should, I, I, your inner critic might be saying you should be losing weight or you should be more ahead. You should be blank. You need to do this, mm-hmm. but okay. That's my inner critic. What does my inner leader want to tell me about 2020? What does my inner leader want to tell me about what i want to do and who I want to be. Uh, and it's a really powerful shift and in coaching, we've learned about neuroplasticity. And so the more we do that, the more we connect with the inner leader and say, you know, that's my inner critic or even just recognizing that's my inner critic. Mm-hmm. It starts creating a new pathway in our brains,
1: telling so, that inner critic to be quiet. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, I hear you, inner critic. I know you're trying to keep me from failure or keep me safe, but me safe. Mm-hmm. but it's okay because what does my inner leader want to say? Mm-hmm. Yes, right, yeah. And that's so well, really powerful.
0: I love that it kind of personifies them a little bit. Like it creates like almost like your two little like what's the like little angel and devil like yes. on your shoulder kind of like you you think of them not only just as your thoughts but also as like like people i don't know if that sounds weird but elizabeth like elizabeth how- gilbert
1: in big magic she talks about that and she yeah. talks about how fear fear can come along for the trip but you have to stay in the back seat fear mm-hmm. you can't drive i'm sorry like she yeah. has this whole conversation with fear about how you don't get to pick the snacks.
0: You don't get to pick the radio station.
1: <laughs> yeah. You get to be along for the ride and that's it. <laughs> and I love yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it just, it kind of allows you to understand how you're feeling and what you're feeling a little bit better when, cause like some, like you said, when creating that distance, it allows you to kind of, you know, create, mm-hmm. like just think clearer and not be so consumed by all those thoughts.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, R- Rachel Hollis, she doesn't call it inner critic, but she and in coaching yeah. we talk about even naming it, right? And and mm-hmm. what does your inner critic look like and what's your inner critic's name? And Rachel Hollis doesn't say inner critic, but she calls her inner critic Pam. Like, okay, Pam. <laughs> yes, I love that. I I Pam. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yes. <laughs> so even coming up with the name is I just call it inner yeah. critic, but like you can call it whatever you want. Like, oh, okay. Pam, just Pam's talking. Okay. You know? Um, Poor Pam. Poor Pam. Poor, poor Pam. <laughs> there aren't any Pams listening. I know, right? We love you, Pam. We love you, Pam. We know there's
1: some positive Pams out there, too. Yeah.
0: I love that she does that, though. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Kind of going back to like personifying it in group. Cre- I think yeah. sometimes it. she
1: even changes it up because I think I've heard her say, Karen Hush. <laughs> yeah.
2: So
1: yes, I've heard her say, Karen.
2: Yeah.
1: Whoever, whoever it is this week that's being negative, whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and I should mention, the, is it true that, uh, Uh, Byron Katie is amazing and she has four questions Mm -hmm. and the first one is, is it true? The second one is, can you absolutely know that it's true? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The third one is how do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And then the fourth one coming in with the power, who would you be without that thought?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you have to like you're like you sometimes hold on to those negative things because that's the story you know and mm-hmm. that's the story you're safe with. Yes. And to do it a different way takes you again like we said it takes you out of your comfort zone and comfortable is happy but it's not where your change happens mm-hmm. and change is scary. Uh-huh. So you've got to be open to all of that though. Um to make change and to make a change for the positive. So it's all fun stuff, Yay!
2: exciting stuff, <laughs> so or funny. it can
1: be scary stuff. And that's another way to reframe it instead of thinking, oh, it's scary. No, it's exciting. Yes. Yes. So, uh, I don't even remember who I heard. I heard that years ago from somebody and it's like, and anytime that you're like feeling that fear Nervous. or that panic, no, reframe it and go, no, it's exciting. And it's like, it's those two are so close together. And it's like, especially like, if you're going to do something like, um, you know, jump out of an airplane, that's an extreme, obviously. But if you're going to, if you're going to go up and give a speech, or if you're even just going to stand up in a meeting and say something, it's like, you can get that little adrenaline rush and that butterflies and, yeah, it could shut you down if it, if you let the fear shut you down, but you can use that a little adrenaline rush and it can be exciting
2: Yeah, yes. and
1: do it anyway. So, I mean, mm-hmm. and that's definitely, I've heard uh, Sarah Blakely, everybody, Rachel Hollis, everybody, they all talk about, it's not that they didn't have fear. They had mm-hmm. fear. They just did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And yes, Sarah talks a ton about failing. If you fail, so what? That's just a lesson. You do, what did what I did learn? You learn? I
2: keep going. Yep. Yeah. So. I love that. Well, and thinking about your goals for the year, right? So let's say uh, you want to start running and you want to join a running group, but you're nervous. You don't know anyone, right? And mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. it's that feeling of I'm scared, right? Or um, what if, no one likes me. Well, you know, whatever our inner critic is telling us, it's, um, how do we reframe that? And what does our inner leader want to say, say, and just, end doing it. Cause growth really happens in that, in that other area, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, which is really exciting.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. So much
1: possibility. So much possibility.
2: Hey, okay. so, uh, you know, the other thing, um, Another tool that I'd love to share with your uh, – I keep wanting to say clients. With your listeners. <laughs> uh, with your listeners is – I heard this from a, a podcast, her name's Brooke Castillo. And I, I always struggled to explain this when I was in a session. And she – I love the way she described it, so I use this a lot with clients, which is um, when we're thinking about our goals, there's two types of, two types of action. One is passive. Passive action is consuming. Um, so for example, it's researching, uh, reading, uh, courses, podcasts, which is all really important, but it's passive. The other type of action is massive action, which is the opposite of consuming. It's creating, it's doing, right? So let's say uh, someone's goal is to run this year, to run a half marathon or you know a 5K, Um you know, massive, I mean, passive would be, you know, reading about it, watching, Mm -hmm. you know, runners on online, whatever it is, right? Um, Massive doesn't have to be huge, right? It's not jumping off a plane. Massive is the opposite of that. So what could I do to start moving towards that goal? Mm -hmm. um, That's not consuming. So that might be going to the running club meeting on Saturday, the local one, right? So that's the opposite of passive. It's it's a small step, but it's a massive one. It's, mm-hmm. it's moving towards your goal. So I'm thinking about, okay, cause a lot of times we're going to sit down and I've done this a lot too, where have a goal and okay. So I have this goal. I'm going to read all about it. I'm going to watch the course. I'm yes. going to, you know, follow all the people, do all the things, but that's passive, which is important, but it's right. passive. So What's a small, moving what's a massive it. action? then? Mm-hmm creates, that starts moving towards. So in thinking about our goals for 2020, okay, they're important. A passive is important. What's some, a couple of massive steps and they don't, and massive just is just so right. Remember. It, yeah. It's just but, to
1: remember it passive and massive. It, and I love, yeah. I love a good rhyme, but yeah. yes. when but you're yeah. saying massive, it doesn't have to be a huge monumental step. No, it's just an action step. Yes.
2: Action. That's that. the opposite of passive and so when when you're thinking about that is this a passive because a lot of times we trick ourselves into thinking this is this is massive i'm taking action Action, yes yeah but it's actually passive action action. so conferences um podcasts i love podcasts i listen to podcasts every day but those are all passive Mm -hmm. like getting out there and creating and doing that's the massive so
0: well, and I love that they use the word massive because I think it's important to also realize like small steps are big steps. Yes. It's still a step, you know? Like, yes. if, if you're so obsessed with, you know, making any, you know, just, it's just a great way of looking at it um, and realizing like any step is a massive step. You don't, it doesn't need to like even just writing it down and or going to that, you know, that running meeting, like that, that is a massive step. Like, yeah, or just is.
1: going out and walking around the block.
0: Yes, exactly. Yes,
1: <laughs> I mean, that's something. It's like yes. you got to start somewhere. And if it's messy, that's okay too. Don't worry about it being perfect. I think we get so, you know, that's where mm-hmm. I feel like the passive action is. We're doing this. We're making sure we're going to get mm-hmm. it all perfect. Mm-hmm. We're spending so much time being passive because we want it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Just take a first that first messy yep. step so what if you step in mud just take the step because the, otherwise we would never have started this podcast mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah well, and I listening and learning about it instead yeah of exactly
0: and I'm definitely someone who focuses more on the passive than the massive I I'm all about doing the research and making sure it's perfect and all this and then all of my goals get like you know pushed back a year because I haven't taken those massive steps so um, you're, not yeah, you're not alone yeah I know I know a lot of people but it, I mean doing this podcast like I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I just being able to just jump right in and do it was just so freeing and beautiful We're and amazing. We're a
1: good team. And yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm like, we are. Let's just do it. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> but I'm like, I also knew. I knew that if we didn't just go, get into it and do it as quickly as possible, that we could get caught up in that passive. Exactly. We, we had another uh, podcast idea that we talked about forever mm-hmm. and we just kind of kept spinning it. And so yep. it was, um, because it was so overwhelming. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's why I'm so proud of us for doing it. Taking this.
2: massive action. That's right. <laughs> Every week. Yes. Yes. So Love I, that. I love that tool. And then, you know, and thinking about goals, um, it doesn't have to be goals for the rest of the year. I mean, mm-hmm. they can be, right? But we talked about this before starting recording. They can be quarterly goals. So you yes. setting a reminder on your phone where uh, March 31st, you check in, you do the Wheel of Life again. Where are you? Mm-hmm. Um, you check in. Are these still the goals that I want to accomplish for the year? They can change. That's yes. Okay. You can
1: have a goal for the day. I have a goal for the day sometimes because that's sometimes that's all you need is just a goal for the day, a goal Mm -hmm. for the week. Break it down however it works best for you.
2: Yeah. I've heard a lot of people talk about reverse engineering, right? So like, Mm -hmm. how how do I get to that big goal at the end? What Mm do I need to do on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, on a daily basis to get there? Yes. Um, Which, you know, makes me think about Uh, the next point, which is calendar. So, um, I think it was Brendan Burchard who talked about, you know, show me your calendar and I'll tell you what your priorities are. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, thinking about our goals, what are our priorities? What do we want to accomplish? And where are they on our goals uh, on our calendar? Right. So if being healthy and wellness is really important, um, is it on your calendar?
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, because we put every, you know, uh, I guess maybe some people don't use the calendar as much. Maybe that's a goal for 2020, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, if we do use a calendar, we usually put everything on there and we don't see, like if um, one year, um, spending more time with family was one of my goals. Mm -hmm. And I heard Brendan say this and he said, you know, show me your calendar and I'll tell you where your priorities are. My calendar was all my work things, my workouts, Mm -hmm. my uh, things with friends, my Mm -hmm. dating, my husband. But nowhere on there did I have my family things. And mm-hmm. I said I wanted to spend time more time with my parents and my sisters. It wasn't on my calendar. And that was a big wake-up call because I said it was a priority, but I hadn't but scheduled yeah. it. It wasn't reflected on my calendar, yeah. which is so important. Yeah. I'd say
1: mine, mine probably fits because probably more than anything else are... Hang out with Lila Lay- and Landon, and it, that's <laughs> on my calendar on a lot of days. Oh, that's great. So you're Par- doing it. Partially because my daughter is busy, but that works into my schedule really <laughs> yeah. nicely because that's yeah. my priority.
2: Yeah, that's beautiful because you're making it a party. So, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it, well, and it, it's, it does. It, it is one of those things where it's, it's on there because a lot, some of the times it's because she needs me there at a specific time. But it's funny that you say that because it's like, well, gosh, if you looked at my calendar, that would be a very good indicator yeah. of what's important to
2: me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: So I love that. Well, and I think it's important, like kind of like what you mentioned, Lupe, is scheduling that time in before it gets scheduled or before it gets too busy with work. So like you know, my one of my goals for this year is to actually put in time for me, you know, like put in an hour in the morning to read a book or to do something that makes me happy before I dive into work. Um and I don't do that. I mean I mainly just like you said, I only on my calendar it's really just work stuff, mm-hmm. workouts and you're taking you know, scraps. You're yeah. taking the scraps
1: that are left. Exactly. And you're important enough to- to deserve a place on your calendar, girl. Yeah. Well,
0: in your family too, like any, you yes. know, whatever your priority Date is. nights. Yes, exactly. I've heard that
1: for a lot of people um, that, you know, they schedule date nights mm-hmm. because otherwise they don't happen.
2: It'll just get brushed under the rug, you know, yeah. if you don't. So that's one of mine this year. I, I love that about Rachel Hollis. She talks about doing uh, Thursday night date yeah. nights with her husband. Mm-hmm. And this past year I kept wanting to do that. I'll do it. But i never put it on my calendar. Yeah. And this year, that's one of, I really want to be intentional about that. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is the time. It doesn't matter if we can go to Home Depot, but it's us together walking around or whatever. Right. But like making sure we spend that time. So yeah, Yeah, being really intentional with our calendar um, and our priorities
1: and making time important. Super important.
2: Yeah, so that's what I have. So it's really, you know, a reviewing your past year. What are you proud of? What did you learn? And then, um, you know, a wheel of life snapshot. And mm-hmm. then for the new year, your theme word. Oh, you know, and I missed one thing a vision board. So yes. creating a vision board of those goals that you want to achieve mm-hmm. or the things you want to be or the theme words, putting it somewhere. A great place is a closet. You walk in there every day and it's mm-hmm. not, people don't go into your closet so you can keep it private if you don't want people to see it, right? Or in your office mm-hmm. and, and putting pictures that remind you, no one else has to know, right? right? What they represent, but they're for you. So they give you that energy. You see them and you start moving towards them. So so um, setting those goals, um, having your affirmations and doing things like journaling and um, putting things on your calendar and then asking yourself the question, You know, what did you, what did I learn? Mm-hmm. And is that my inner critic or what does my inner leader want to say right now? So, you know, in listening uh, to this, to this podcast today. Um, what did you, what did you learn? Mm-hmm. What does your inner leader want to tell you? Um, and then going from there and then diving in and it's exciting. It's love 2020. It. It's a wonderful year. It's a new decade. Everyone keeps talking about 2020 vision, yes. uh, balance. And mm-hmm. It's a great year and it's never too late. So if you're listening to this, November Whenever. 2020 doesn't matter. It's yeah. the right
1: time to start. And be sure, everybody, be sure, and go to Lupe Prado, L-U-P-E-P-R-A-D-O dot com, and scroll down to the bottom. Sign up for uh, the, her Lupe's email list, and she will email you a goal setting guide. So yeah, so
2: you'll have all of this um, in, in a guide. So if you know you're driving or you know. awesome whatever you're doing, you will have it so you can reference back.
1: Love yeah. that. And we'll have it on our website. Yes, we'll have some, a couple of that. other, um, links to some things that can help you. And
2: yeah. Yay! So, so exciting. You. Well, happy new year. Happy 2020. Okay. Real thank quick.
1: You. Yes, we uh, even though we've gotten years before. Let's take the 2020 look at it, Ooh. and um, just a real quick summary of what's your what's success for in 2020 for you, Lupe.
2: Mm. So um, for me, success this year will be to continuously learn and grow. So like just continue growing, continue learning, continue taking massive action.
1: Love that. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> And then what are your three words that come to mind when you think about money?
2: Hmm. So for me, they're ease, uh, abundance, and gratitude. I love it. And I think those are different than they were the first time you were (laughs) on.
1: Okay, go back and listen to the episode number three to see what her answers were to those questions the first time, people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
0: Okay. You all know the drill. Please go
1: give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. And might as well hit that subscribe button while you're there.
0: And let's keep the conversation going on Instagram. Share your favorite part from this week's show.
1: And we'll see you next Money Monday. Bye. Bye.